0: The following is my conversation with Eric Weinstein, director of the World Dura Research Institute for Semantic Technology at Columbia University. Eric is a semanticist, so he knows a lot about the language world. In this conversation, we'll be discussing all sorts of interesting semantic topics. First up, the Acotaldon, we brought to you today by Memoranda Nightgown, the most comfortable stylish sleepwear you'll ever touch. Made with 100% cotton and designed to keep you cool all night long, Memoranda Nightgown is the perfect piece of clothing for any occasion. If you're looking for something special to wear to bed, look no further than Memoranda Nightgown. Thanks for being with us today, Memoranda Nightgown. Eric, what is the uh, cotyledon? The cotyledon is
1: a kind of plant that only has one leaf. I see. And what does that have to do with semantics? Well. The Akatayildan is a good example of how transliteration can affect meaning. In English, we use the letter A to represent the sound. Uh, but in some languages, like Arabic, the letter uh, doesn't always represent the sound. Uh, instead, it represents the sound A. So if you're trying to say I eat in Arabic, you would say Maya. Uh, That's right. So transliteration can change the meaning of a word depending on the language it's being used in. That's right. And that's just one example of how transliteration can affect meaning. There are lots of other ways that transliteration can affect meaning. For example, in Turkish, the letter C is used to represent the sounds H and S. But in some languages, like Greek C doesn't represent either of those sounds. So if you want to say I-8 in Turkish, you would say kemi but in Greek, you would say Kikosi. I see. So transliteration can also change the pronunciation of a word. That's right. And that's just one example of how transliteration can change the meaning of a word. There are lots of other ways that transliteration can affect meaning. For example, in Spanish, there are different letters used to represent different sounds. For instance, in Spanish, the letter J represents the sound E. But in some languages, like Portuguese, J doesn't represent that sound at all. So if you want to say I am in Portuguese, you would say is sou." That's interesting. So transliteration can also change the pronunciation of a word. That's right. And that's just one example of how transliteration can affect meaning. There are lots of other ways that transliteration can affect meaning. For example, in Spanish, there are different letters used to represent different sounds. For instance, in Spanish, the letter G represents the sound E. But in some languages, like Portuguese, G doesn't represent that sound at all. So if you want to say I am in Portuguese, you'd say you so, you assume. That's interesting. So transliteration can change the
0: pronunciation
1: of a word depending on the language it's being used in. That's right. And that's just one example of how transliteration can affect meaning. There are lots of other ways that transliteration can affect meaning. For example, in Turkish, the letter C is used to represent the sounds H and S. But in some languages, like Greek, C doesn't represent either of those sounds. So if you want to say i ate" in Turkish, you would say Kimia, but in Greek, you would say Kikosi, uh, I-Me. That's really interesting. So transliteration can change
0: the sound of a word depending on the language it's being used in.
1: That's right. And that's just one example of how transliteration can affect meaning. There are lots of other ways that transliteration can affect meaning. For example, in Spanish, there are different letters used to represent different sounds. For instance, in Spanish, the letter J represents the sound I. But in some languages, like Portuguese, G doesn't represent that sound at all. So if you want to say I am in Portuguese, you would say you sue. All right. So transliteration can change the pronunciation
0: of a word depending on the language is being used in.
1: Do you have any other examples? Yeah. Another way that transliteration can affect meaning is by changing the semantics of a word. For example, suppose you're trying to say the word cat in French, but you guessed it instead. Well, typically when you spell a word with a double letter like that, it means something different than when you spell it without a double letter like that. In French, the letter C usually stands for the sound H. But because you spelled the word with a double letter, the French people associate it with the sound made by saying the letter to so if you wanted to say something about cats in French, would be something like JTNZ and chat instead of JTNZ and chatta. That's really fascinating. So transliteration can change not only the pronunciation, but
0: also the semantics of a word, depending on the language it's being used in. Are there any other examples? Yeah.
1: Another way that transliteration can affect meaning is by changing the meanings of words within a single language. For example, suppose you're trying to say the word cat in French, but you get Stan instead. Well, typically, when you spell a word with a double letter like that, it means something different than when you spell it without a double letter like that. In French, the letter C usually stands for the sound H. But because you spelled the word with a double letter, the French people associate it with the sound made by saying the letter T. So if you wanted to say something about cats in French, it would be something like GTN's on Chat instead of GTN's in your Chat. Up. That's really fascinating. So transliteration can change not only the pronunciation, but
0: also the semantics of words within a single language, which is really interesting, which is
1: really interesting. Do you uh, you have any other examples? Yeah. Another way that transliteration can affect meaning is by changing the meanings of words within a single language, which is really interesting, which is really interesting. Do you have any other examples? Sure. One other example is when we use diacritics to indicate
0: pronunciation differences between languages, mm-hmm. like with Akim Morning or uh, AI Sun.
1: Yeah. Another example is when we use diacritics to indicate pronunciation differences between languages, like with Akim Morning or AI Sun. Yeah. That's really interesting.
0: So transliteration can change the pronunciation, semantics, and even the meaning of words within a single language, depending on the context. Is there anything else you want to mention?
1: Yeah. Another way that transliteration can affect meaning is by changing the meanings of words within a single language, which is really interesting, which is really interesting. Do you have any other examples? Sure. One other
0: example is when we use diacritics to indicate pronunciation differences between languages,
1: like with morning" or ai sun All right. So, transliteration can change the pronunciation, semantics, and even the meaning of words within a single language depending on the context. Is there anything else you want to mention?
0: Uh, that's all I wanted to say. Thanks for joining us, Eric. All right. So, transliteration can change the pronunciation, semantics, and even the meaning of words within a single language depending on the context. Is there anything else you want to mention As always, we end the podcast with a poem. This one is titled, The Robot That Will Make You Laugh. The Robot That Will Make You Laugh is always on the job. It doesn't get tired, (laughs) making people laugh. And it won't stop until you've had enough fun.